Hey, this is Kyle from the Longbox Cast. I'm sure you've heard my co-host Steve talk about Revenge Lover designs a million times. But now I'm going to mention it for the one millionth and one time, so stick with me here. If you need a really kick-ass logo, but you don't want to ask your neighbor's kid because you know he's going to do it on PowerPoint or Microsoft Word, then go to revengelover.com and tell her Kyle from the Longbox Cast sent you. I guarantee you she'll use Photoshop or Illustrator, one of the professional design programs that graphic designers are supposed to be doing. Seriously, who the hell uses PowerPoint? Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horror Cast. <laughs> it's called showmanship. Anna. You've got the hands in there and everything, even though nobody can see it. No one wants to see it. Because you know why? We've actually asked, requested, if people would like to see us on camera, they could request us on Twitter or send us an email, but we haven't received anything, so they'll be in the dark. Basically. But anyways, I am Steve-O, along with my lovely co-host, who's showing off her knockers tonight, Anna. Morning. Morning. Now she's just wearing her Cthulhu shirt. I was trying to get her to show more skin, but she was like, no. You didn't ask me to show more skin. Yeah, I did. If you had asked me that, I would have flashed in my stomach or something, because... I mean, this, it's a t-shirt, so it's kind of hard to like flash anything else. If I pull it down too much, it'll just rip the shirt. Oh. And I like this shirt. So... Well, like I said at that housewarming party, I'll take what I can get. Um, yeah, you say that all the time. Mm-hmm. But anyways, <laughs> you can find us on 4iRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and Podcast Directory. Of course, we're brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Dot com. And, of course, we're brought to you by Amazon.com, but you don't go to Amazon.com. You go to thesasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. A couple of great horror films actually came out you can actually buy on Amazon right now, such as The Forest and or Krampus yeah. was just released. And don't forget to check out all the other great stuff that's coming out on the thingamabob with the stuff and the thing. So, anyways. Ew. Anna? Yes? How is your week before we dive into this delicious episode, which I always laugh when we're like, we don't have enough content, and then we do like an hour and change show. <laughs> so, because uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to go off on a rant. Probably. Well, I'm sure you will, and oh, I'll yeah. just sit over here and laugh. Um, well, my week was busy. 
um, because I went to a show Friday, I helped people move Saturday, then went to that same housewarming party Saturday night, then Sunday I had a family thing, then Monday was my birthday, and so I went out to lunch, then went out to dinner, um, and then today I worked. So, I'm very disappointed in all the fans. Yeah, nobody wished me a happy birthday, so fuck you well, all. Not even that. I even a hashtag with a throwback Thursday picture of you blowing out a birthday cake saying, Hey, Anna's birthday's on Monday. Please send her hashtag creepy clown. Oh, I didn't know that you posted that, but yeah, fuck you all. Cle- creepy <laughs> clown pictures to wish Anna a happy birthday. No one did that. It was kind of disappointing. Yeah, that's very, very sad. So, so anyway. but at least uh, a couple people from the. Uh, the network wished me happy birthday, so that was very nice. Well, that's nice. So, if you guys listen to the podcast, then thank you. I very much appreciate it. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, all in all, you had a good birthday. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, it's probably one of the best birthdays I've ever had, other than my sixth birthday, whenever I got Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Pooh. Everybody knows he's gonna eat your liver. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> what? Winnie the Pooh. He's a demonic <laughs> fucking bear. He's he killed Piglet and Tigger he's... and no! Eeyore. Then he had sex no! with Kanga and Rue. Pooh came from the thing sad. called Robert the Doll for you. Is... Robert the Doll. Ha! Robert the Doll. <laughs> Gonna stab you in the face when you're sleeping. Sorry. <laughs> you know, actually, they really need to make a Robert the Doll movie or a documentary or a docu movie or something. Just something with Robert well, the Doll. Well, apparently, motherfuckers... I, I'm two for two for making movies, so maybe I should give a shot at called the Robert the Doll. But I wouldn't call it Robert the Doll. I would call it. I need a good name. Voodoo. No, I wouldn't call it Voodoo. Well, that's what created. I would call it through the eyes of a child. Ooh. Yeah, creepy. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe want to watch it less just because that means it's going to have a lot of children in it. And fuck that. Uh, But then again, it's also about a doll, which is one of the creepiest things I can come up with. But anyway, so how was your week? Uh, My week was fine. It just started at work. (laughs) And uh, I hate everything. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm not, I don't want to go on a tirade about work, but yeah, I might save it. We'll see, because it just started. So maybe I'll just wait until the end of the week and give a huge tirade on socially awkward. So put a pin in that, kids. But already today, it's just like it hit my... wasn't even wasn't even three hours into work, and already I was like, so this is this week. Great. Lovely. They're like, wonderful. Fuck this place. Was, yeah. Fuck this place. Hey, fuck this place. Hey, everybody's gone. You know what I really like about um <laughs> work lately is the fact that they can't seem to have a uh, exact uh, date for like a meeting. They have to keep switching it. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. I They're came like... in today and accepted the meeting that was supposed to happen, I think, Thursday. And then it was moved like to next, to next week. week or something like that. I'm like, oh, no, the week before. Yeah. I mean, the week after they moved it to because they were like, oh, well, there was a scheduling conflict. I'm like, wow, you guys suck at this. But yeah. So, um, of course, we did watch a horror film. Like we said, actually, last week we watched Oculus, which we will talk about that uh, at the end of the show, like usual. Um, very interesting movie. I actually want to go find more of these films by the man who did. Oh, okay, and again, before we jump in, because um, speaking of the movie that we watched previously was Hush. So we must have picked that movie right at the cusp of when it came out to Netflix 
because yeah, I think he watched it the day after it came out on Netflix. Because everybody is now like, oh my god, have you seen Hush? Have you seen Hush? Like everyone's talking about. It. I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. We reviewed it. What the fuck, people? Um, like, go with the times, bro. Yeah. Ooh, no little... idea where you're calling people, bro. I don't know, bro. What's wrong ham. with you? Yeah, go with the times, bra, bra, huh? bra, bra. <laughs> Braba, hey, you know, don't tell me how to get with the times, you know, bro. You know, you just got to do what you got to do. You know? Just be like, get with the times, broin. What's wrong with you? Get with the times, you know, broin. Broin <laughs> Sanders, you know. I actually guy. was thinking of Josh Brolin Josh slash Brolin. Thanos. So, but then again, what do I know? I so anyways. It would, it would be funny now that I think about it. What if Thanos was played by Josh Groban? <laughs> There would be a lot of musical numbers. I know. He'd be like, I will destroy you, Avengers. <laughs> I will crush you into bits. I lift you up so I can slaughter your family. I don't know. You ruined my song. I know. I had a great thing going. Good. I was gonna I'm tie glad into I ruined it. It's going to come in with the Infinity Gauntlet, and it's going to be awesome because I know how to piece together his songs. I know. Anyways. I'm just... Being so I guess we're going to dive into, because we only have like two eerie news of the week. So without further ado, we will dive into. We? Oh, sorry. Eerie news of the week. What? was weird weird uh, so i was just thinking about how warm it was in here and i was about to ask you to go and turn on the air conditioner and then it kicked on Ooh, damn it, i'm good i guess you could say it's eerie <laughs> yeah whatever igor um <laughs> what whenever you say eerie news of the week i just think of igor from... well igor is more like this you have to talk with a low voice yeah, yes mister contracula is more up here Oh. I have to talk like this. So when you say eerie, it's like for me. <laughs> and I'm down here, so I would say eerie. You know what I just realized Igor is right now doing that impersonation? Mexican? He's a Mexican. I know it's it! like the first <laughs> Hispanic, like, like if you do Dracula now. He's, he's the first Hispanic laborer. That's yes. what he is. <laughs> That's what he is. Because it'd be like, if you do a Dracula nowadays, it'd be like, Igor, come here. And he'd be like, oh, okay. What are we working on today, Count Dracula? Well, actually, Igor was the assistant to Frankenstein. But yeah. but Frankenstein really didn't sound that unique. So, you know what? Fuck him and his American you accent. Uh, <coughs> what should you do, like, uh, the Peter... Uh, Capaldi. <laughs> I was going to say Peter Cushing. Um, oh, yeah. One from the Hammer Horror films. Ooh. I <coughs> where Christopher Lloyd or Christopher uh, not Lloyd Christopher Larkin? excuse no. me Christopher Lee Christopher Lee was uh he was Dracula Dracula so this is I actually... like how I haven't even seen the movies and yet I was but then again I what? you and I both have this problem where we start tripping over our words and we need like prodding from other people to get to the well what happened is is uh, I'm gonna take everyone down trip down memory lane before we jump into the actual 
meat and potatoes of the show. But uh, Universal Studios was doing the monsters, such as Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, and everything like that. And then what happened, I believe, in the 70s, uh, the horror genre got a new revamp from a company called The Hammer Films. So they're known as The Hammer Horror Films. And there was a bunch of Dracula films. There was a bunch of uh, you know Frankenstein films. And a lot actually gorier uh, than the previous ones because they actually had color, blood, uh, gothic architecture, looked really well in those movies and stuff like that. They used to have a bunch of them actually on Netflix uh, of all the Dracula films, which were pretty good. And uh, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, I remember that happening, but I didn't get a chance to watch any of them, which is tragic because I love Dracula. So I think this, it's adorable. So this actually I think is funny. So remember a couple of weeks back, or maybe two weeks back, I'm not sure, but uh, they were talking about the Stanley Hotel was going to stop doing their weekly ghost hunt things or something like that. But apparently a man takes a photo in the Stanley Hotel, possible capturing a ghost. Now, Will, again, like I said, I think this story has, I don't know if it's been posted on the um, Facebook page, but I think I'm going to take a page out of Bizarre States and uh, save the show notes, and then I will post all the links and uh, everything in the... This just sounds like a well, I haven't publicity gotten, hoax. It probably could be. But uh, that's what I was saying. But I will post the story and pretty much all the stories we talk about on the Facebook page when the when the show uh, airs. So everyone can take a look at the show notes and everything like that. And, of course, uh, before I totally forgot, if you want to tweet us, you can go to at BeHorrorCast. Also follow us on the uh, tw- uh, Instagram as well. And if you want to give us a – we want to do um, reader story, listener stories, everything like that. So if you want to go to be not another BeHorrorCast at Gmail dot com and email us your stories you can choose to have your name say uh we could say your name we could just say your first name we don't have to say your name at all but if you ever had any kind of experience that you'd like to share with us we will read it on the show uh we like to do like a listener's story segment or something like that or uh even when guests come on and they want to talk and everything like that so um but yeah so you were saying this might look like a hoax i might let you take over for a bit because i just know something out of the corner of my eye i gotta take care of it real quick so Okie dokie. So, yeah, I was just going to say that it looks kind of like a hoax to me because um, uh, whenever it looks like it says the photos reveal a pair of ghostly figures at the top of the grand stairwell within the hotel. When asked in Spanish if the photo was taken in the dark, Yo responded with a bunch of Spanish that says roughly translated says not dark. Even I saw it. At the time, I realized the next day when I was reviewing the photos, Yao also told Click2Houston.com, when I took it, I didn't notice anything. So the fact that he first said, even I saw saw it at the time, and then he says, when I took it, I didn't notice anything. Like, that just seems, like, very contradictory. Unless he's saying, like, he didn't notice that, he didn't notice the... It happened whenever he initially took the photo, and then whenever he looked at it, he realized it. But uh, and also the other thing is, like I've heard people bring up this type of thing before, like the figures that he's taking a picture of. For one thing, like the photo looks a lot darker. Like this, they have both the both photos that he took. The first photo looks, or the second photo looks a lot darker than the first photo. The person standing at the top of it could just be like a random person that was coming down the stairwell at the time, and he decided to be like, "Oh, it's a ghost," because it looks sort of like weird. But also, like, there's never been a- any actual like recorded like confirmed ghost sightings that like the full body of the ghost was actually captured. Like usually there's something missing or it's just like an orb or something. Like I've never seen a ghost picture that turned out that well. 
Yeah, so <clears throat> it's funny, though, because I'm actually reading through some of these uh, comments at the bottom. So I remember the Baywatch episode when CJ was spooked by a ghost in that hotel. It was riveting. Uh, my bad, that episode actually took place in the hotel of De Coroda. Uh, then there's <laughs> this other person who said, this is, this is how you say fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> yes, my thoughts exactly. By golly, I think I may have created a hashtag hoats at hashtag Stanley Hotel. Hashtag let my butt lick my butthole uh, till you pass out. LOL at that last hashtag. Someone says a uh, creep show said that words in Spanish translates to by golly, by golly, I wonder. Yeah, so yeah, I'm even looking at the picture right now. Again, we will post this and some of that. And this is the problem that we do have with some of these things is the fact that we, like I said, like I'm like Fox Mulder, I want to believe. But then honestly, yes, it could be someone coming down the stairwell. In fact, it actually really looks like someone just took a mannequin. And mm-hmm. placed it there, and then... Oh, yeah, here's one person that said, I just hope that the woman on the staircase, who is completely non-transparent, who is re- reflecting laugh off, light off herself, and who is wearing a spaghetti-strapped dress, had an enjoyable evening out on the town. Now, the funny part is, is when they said, like, this is the first shot and the second shot, you can actually clearly see that the second shot is actually taken a little bit cl- off the side a little bit more, because you can actually see more of the stuff, like the pillars and everything that that are being held up on the side of the stairwell you can actually see a gate on the one side on the second shot and a little bit more of the lights and stuff like that so clearly this was not taken one shot yeah it wasn't like one after the other it was i'm assuming that there was a lot of time that passed in between the lighting is totally different it looks like so i'm assuming it was probably taken at a different time of night yeah so So, most likely this is most likely a hoax and i think the problem is with this is the fact that uh coincidentally stanley hotel just talked about how they weren't going to do any more ghost hunts and then all of a sudden a ghost appears finally out of their entire segment oh my gosh so yeah um like i said it's always hoaxes and i always hate these kind of things because i always want to see that again if you people have real stories maybe even have proof you want to send us in images we will post them on the facebook page this is stuff we do want to do and stuff like that so and we will not be as harsh on your phone photos as we are in this one the only reason why i'm being harsh on this one is because they're claiming that it's an <coughs> an actual ghost <coughs> excuse me i swallowed water down the wrong side but the, the way that they're presenting is that it's fact and that like this is you know like indisputable proof or whatever like if this is your personal experience that's awesome i'm not gonna diss you for it if anything like i'm just like, that's really cool that you had that experience, and, like, obviously, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you're retarded, or anything stupid like that, but this just kind of pisses me off, because they're, they're literally just doing this for, like, publicity. No other reason. Oh, yeah, they have to be, and stuff like that. <laughs> and it's just frustrating, because, like, I mean, I know there's actual ghost hunters out there, and there actually is, like, paranormal activity that's been recorded out there, and this is just making fun of it. Yeah, this is just, or not even making fun of it, but just... uh, taking advantage of that situation. Not even taking advantage of it. It's like, okay, look, if you really wanted to take advantage of it, or actually, okay, look, if you're going to try to do a hoax or something like that, put some effort into it. Take that shit into Photoshop. Crop the woman out a little bit. Make her transparent. Like, give me something so I can actually right. look at it and speculate a bit. I mean, okay, even with the creepy girl in the grocery cart a while back that we showed the picture of, at least that person took the time enough to be like, look, it's not really there, but I'm going to try to make it transparent. I'm going to use some Photoshop and stuff like that. Clearly, we could see this woman was 
uh, wearing a spaghetti strap and uh, <clears throat> slip-on shoes and jeans and everything like that. And we're yeah. like, okay, but at least they made the effort of like, I'm going to try to make her transparent. This was literally, it looks like, now the only thing that's scary, unless the woman is a mannequin and from that movie Mannequin, and then as soon as he took the picture, it was like, we can build this thing together. <laughs> that would be pretty scary. Nothing's going to stop us now. I'd be like, oh my God, they're remaking Mannequin. Why? Why? <laughs> now that would be a and horror just movie. send up on the floor dead. What? Oh my god, they should remake Mannequin now and make it into a horror film. They did that with The Twilight Zone, where they had mannequins come to life. On Doctor Who. And no, no, I mean, like, with the original Twilight show, they had this woman who, like, was, ta- like, interacting with a mannequin. Well, she was interacting with this, like, shop woman, and then later on, like, she came back into that same shop, and she said, oh, I spoke to this one woman, blah, 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 and she saw the woman, like... In the store, and she's like, oh, excuse me, miss. And then someone picked up that woman that she was talking to and, like, turned it around, and it was a mannequin. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, shit. And, like, it's the same, like, facial, like, features and everything. So you're like, okay, that had to be a mannequin. And then it turned out that the woman that went into the shop initially was actually also a mannequin. It's just mannequins could turn into humans at any point in time and spend, like, some period of time with humans and then go back to being a mannequin. It was a really bizarre and really creepy episode. And that's final, but my movie would have nothing to do with that. I'm saying you take the premises of Mannequin, mm-hmm. the movie Mannequin, which I know you probably have never seen, nope. and other people are probably like, why the fuck are you referencing this bad movie? Uh, <laughs> like I said, I'm the master at making movies, apparently, now, or coming up with good ideas. So you take that kind of concept... And then the mannequin, it's not just a, like, all mannequins come to life or whatnot. It's this mannequin, but she's cursed because she becomes real and unreal and stuff like that. So then... Does she have any control over it? No. So that's what I'm saying. Like, when she finally becomes real, it's not like a normal mannequin. It becomes a bloodthirst, and she has to kill, murder, to keep her... To keep her humanity, basically. I guess. I don't know. I haven't thought that much through. You kind of ruined it when you're like, Twilight Zone did You're just like, what, South Park with Samson's dead at? It's like, yeah, yeah every <laughs> fucking idea has been taken, Anna. Come on. <coughs> anyway, Not every idea, just most of them. I'm probably going to butcher this school's name, but Bizarre Mass Hysteria Strikes... Malaysian schools. Malaysian schools? Okay. So, um... Malaysia's a country, so I know fine. Malaysian is a country. What's a Malaysian with you? Um... So uh, Malaysia finds itself in a uh, in the grips of a strange case of mass hysteria spreading throughout the uh, country schools, uh, with students reportedly being attacked by evil spirits. Over the last week, numerous incidents uh, institutions ha- institutions have been forced to send. Okay, again, you, know, you just read it then. All right. Because you're just gonna keep over the last. My reading. I wasn't poking fun. I was trying to clarify because institutions are different than incidents. So. Um, but I apologize. I wasn't trying to poke fun no, at just, you. Go. That's your show. Um, over the last week, numerous institutions have been forced to send students home after they claimed that their bodies were being possessed by unknown entities. Oh. Uh, other students have claimed to be seeing the spirits of female vampires known in the Malaysian culture as Pontianak. 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 I'm going to go with that. That sounds good. Pontianak. Uh, the puzzling epidemic appears to have taken hold in the country as an increasing number of schools are reportedly encountering similar phenomenon in their classrooms. Some schools have even turned to religious leaders to help cleanse the classrooms of sin- sinister forces. Um, media camped outside one school reported hearing screams from the classrooms, but were prevented by officials from entering the building. Interesting. 
<clears throat> wait, wait. Medical experts blame both the widespread news about the initial possessions as well as hot weather for the odd epidemic. Yeah, because hot weather totally affects that. Uh, while we're not certain of the school calendar in Malaysia, it's always possible that students forgetting to study for their midterm exams may also be a factor. How? Well, um, okay, now if you said in Malaysia one school was having a haunting, I would probably believe it. Uh, now you're saying all multiple schools are having this problem. I'm like, so you're just telling me the spirits decided to be like, you know what? Gonna be like Alice Cooper here. We're gonna have school out for the summer forever. Let's rock this shit. School's out forever. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I think the kids are just spreading pandemonium in Malaysia. Cause, uh, or, or, I could be wrong, and all the children are pregnant, and they all have the Zika virus. So, um, there's my oh. speculation. I could see if maybe it was like an airborne virus that was causing hallucinations or something, but I don't understand what hot weather has to do with anything. Like, why would they throw that in there? Like, I, people I are hot, and so they're, like, if that was the case, like... Half of Arizona, well, like, all of Arizona, all of New Mexico, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Palestine, like, every desert place, Nevada, every desert place on the globe would just be like, ah, we're all being attacked by sinister forces and, like, freaking out. And The only thing I think of is, <clears throat> unless they're trying to pull uh, a fast one on us with the, uh, like, the celebrities do when they have, uh, what's it called? They were... Uh, dehydrated or um oh yeah exhaustion yeah uh, or the, a new medication i was taking caused me to do this yeah so that's quite possible but yeah i have no idea what that has to do with anything but yeah so i'm not gonna again these are two for two for bust so that's what we got going on here <laughs> But, yeah, so I guess we'll dive into the horror news we have. We have a couple of things. Uh, we did uh, – uh, no, I didn't tease it yet. So um, so big bad news that's coming this way. Actually, I'm going to hit uh, the first story, then the third story, then the fourth story, and then we'll round it up with that second story in there. Um for the horror news but okay so this is actually kind of cool so not only are we getting tales from the crypt is going to be coming back um but we're also getting another uh show back from the day is going to be called the twilight zone uh cbs enters the twilight zone in an actor uh, interactive film and video game uh this is actually kind of cool where we're going to be doing um it looks like kind of like a split screen interaction maybe or you're going to be so let's see. So just last week we told you what modern horror filmmaker can learn from The Twilight Zone, the show which ran from 1959 to 1964, is one of the most influenced base, uh, bases for uh, uh, gener uh, the entertainment and all that kind of stuff. So it uh, was uh, Shyamalan before the Shyamalan on a weekly basis. Um, after... Uh, Let's see. I'm just trying to think. So yeah. So we yeah, also had, including a feature film uh, that was directed with Steven Spielberg, uh, George Miller. Like a lot of people were in there. I believe also um, Dan Aykroyd was actually in that film. Um, and that was three different shorts and everything like that. Sorry, I just got distracted because I scrolled down to the bottom of the uh, the page <clears throat> for the Twilight Zone, mm -hmm. and it has a uh, a GIF of. William Shatner in the episode oh, where right. there's the little the gremlin on the <laughs> on the wing of the plane. It is a special expression is hilarious. It just cracks me up. Um but yeah, it looks really uh, interesting. My God, there is something <laughs> on the wing. 
And it's like the the whole purpose of it is so that people can come back multiple times and get like a different experience every time. No, that, um, I think this is a great kind of cool different way they're going to do stuff. So yeah, I think it's I think it'll be really interesting. So I'm excited for it. And Steve keeps taking pictures. Well, of I'm me. trying to get a better picture of you because you're actually showing your Cthulhu shirt off this time. Yeah, and then buddy. Every time you go to move, it's like this weird, like awkward picture. So I want something <laughs> good for the Facebook page because you've been talking about your Cthulhu shirt you always wear, and then no one has ever seen it or whatnot. So here we go. Not moving. There we go. That one worked. Okay. All right. <laughs> now back to William Shatner. So I should come back on the show and no, my no. role. Yes, Anna. It's true. We don't need... Can someone please get William Shatner out of here? Nicholas Cage. Oh, please, no. Don't even say his name. He's going to show up. He is my... Better one. Ugh. Somebody, seriously, get William Shatner out of here before Beam Nicholas Cage shows up. up. God. Good. <laughs> this is for the Starfleet Escape Podcast. They <clears throat> love me every day of the week, except for Anna. Anna does not like me. I like you from a distance. <laughs> I just don't want you in the podcast area because it's just creepy. You know what's even... Oh, this is actually what uh, blew me away doing enough Shatner. Um, but uh, what's really cool is Ken Levine. Uh, a lot of people might know this name if they're a gamer or whatnot. The creator of Bioshock will be writing and directing the pilot episode. I am super excited about that because this man... <laughs> he knows how to do fucking horror with those games, those Bioshock games. So... um. That'd be very kind of cool to see. So I'm looking forward to the Twilight Zone. I'm glad we're getting some more horror stuff coming back. So look, apparently we're getting a uh, Crystal Lake Woo. TV show. Then we're going to get the Tales from the Crypt. And then we're going to get uh, Twilight Zone coming back. So, um, Although they have done a reboot of Twilight Zone before. Yes. It did okay, but it wasn't as good as the first one. So I'm really hoping that they'll be able to bring back a lot of the elements from the first one. And part of the reason why the first one was so the first... Um, incarnation of Twilight Zone was so creepy is because it was in black and white. Mm. So I'm hoping that maybe they'll do some of the episodes in black and white just so you can't see necessarily, like completely see what's going yeah, on Yeah, actually a really good episode of the Twilight Zone is the one with uh, Bruce Willis. I've never seen... He's oh, wait, at, I think I he's have. at the bar. He's at the bar and he gets a phone call and it's basically him on the line with mm -hmm. himself telling him not to come home. It's like one of the coolest, like, like I said, they did like some really good, cool, like different movies, uh, not different movies, stuff, but just great writing on that show. Yeah, they the I know everything. they had uh, William Shatner on several of them, and I want to say that Leonard Nimoy was even on one. Uh, oh, yeah, two. I guarantee it. Um, but it was really funny because I, um, my parents were watching uh, Perry Mason and it's ridiculous how many actors they had on that show. Like, they even had, like, they had Leonard Nimoy on there a couple times. And he was actually the murderer. And it was really interesting to see him because he got, like, really, really animated. And you're like, wait, that's Spock. He shouldn't be that excited. <laughs> I know. Weird. I told them to get me. And they wouldn't. <laughs> and I was like, why? <laughs> Seriously, somebody throw a sandwich out the door. And I don't know where I parked my car. Can someone just, like, throw a sandwich out the no, door? No, I'm taking over the show. Uh, Hello? Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. All right, I'm out. Sorry. I've never even heard that song. I refuse to listen to it. Every time I hear the first word, hello, I'm like, ah, and change it. So I've never oh, heard no, no, that no, not song. that song. Not the song by Adele. Oh. This song is actually... Yeah, Adele screwed everything up. Yeah, no. No. If, okay... 
I'll put it this way. If you guys listen to the show and you like the show, the song that I'm talking about, hashtag Anna in it um, on the Twitter or Facebook page. And it's the if you can tell me who uh, there's a hello. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. Apparently Toby knows it. <laughs> and Toby's fucking high as a kite right now. Um, yeah, he is. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, so, um, honestly, I I just grabbed this just to grab it. Um, I've seen the first couple of the movies, and they're okay and stuff like that, but I kind of lost track of it because, honestly... Uh, it's n- crap. Yeah, it's it really <laughs> is crap. Anybody who thinks these movies are fantastic... Like, look, if you go into these movies just to get, like, a popcorn flick and the action and stuff like that, hands out. If you're literally going in here to get, like, an actual great storyline, you might as well just play the games. But the plot details re- uh, for Resident Evil, the final chapter revealed... In fact, I thought it was over when they did the last movie, but apparently not. Yeah, um, every time I'm like, oh, sweet, this is the last one. They keep being like, no, no, we're bringing out another one. I'm like, why? There yeah, was so no call this, for it. And, of course, we already know the movie is probably going to not do well because they're releasing it in January uh, 27th of 2017, so next year, usually when you release a big kind of blockbuster uh, in the beginning of the year, such as in uh, February, January, up until uh, the, before the thing. Now, the only movie that actually surpassed any of that kind of stuff, but then again, Fox Studios did not have faith in the movie to begin with, and now they're like, oh, maybe we were wrong, was uh, Deadpool. Uh, that's why they released it in February, not during the summer, because they felt like, oh, this isn't going to do well at all. <laughs> Uh, how wrong you guys were. Um, Which is why I'm so glad that they actually came out with it on Valentine's Day weekend because that was the perfect timing because girls wanted to go see it, guys wanted to go see it, so it actually turned out really, really well for them because then they were like, okay, well, we'll just make this. Like, there was a ton of couples in there that were going to see it just because they were like, oh, well, movie date. So it worked out great, I thought. Uh, But this is the way that I know that even the people that like the... Resident Evil movies actually know that it's a crap movie because one of the descriptions or like one of the the things that says that it describes it says the movie will see Alice and her band of merry misfits return to Raccoon City, which first of all, why the hell would you name something Raccoon City like for a zombie movie? Well, technically, again, based off the game that actually is the city in the actual second game is Raccoon City. Um, that's what I'm saying. They actually are taking some stuff from the game, but then they decide to do their own thing and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. But yeah, but I just have, I was like, Alice and her band of merry misfits. I'm like, we're a couple of misfits, not a couple of dipshits. We're a couple. Oh, is Anna Snapchatting her boyfriend? No, Um, I'm Snapchatting my girlfriend, Diamond. Uh, See you guys, you missed your you missed your opportunity. Hashtag Anna Movie Dates, and you guys didn't do shit. Um, but yeah, so uh, this one I'm super excited about, and since I no longer have a Godzilla podcast, I am throwing it into here. So not only uh, we are getting another American version of Godzilla, Woo! but uh, Toho, the original people who did Godzilla, is doing now Godzilla Resurgent. Uh, the teaser trailer has just been released. It's going to hit Japan on July 29th. Ooh, a day right before my birthday. Um, so you already know it's going to be good. So don't get me wrong. I like the new Godzilla. I mean, it's a lot better than the 1998 Godzilla, which I don't consider a Godzilla movie because uh, fuck that movie. Um, but the reboot, I thought they did a very good job. Um, in fact, like we did say, if you did listen to the, um, what was it? Uh, 
codename Site Omega Podcast. I had a couple of episodes. I do believe we did review that uh, episode. In fact, probably when the next one comes out, I probably will review it. But I am a big fan of the old classic Godzilla. In fact, if it wasn't for these, I wouldn't have gotten into anything. So I'm going to play the trailer because I have not seen it yet. Uh, I'm looking forward actually, to Actually, I was going to ask you if you would be willing to play the trailer because I actually kind of want to see the information about this. Okay. Well, so I'm going to hop over next to you. Okay, so we're going to play the trailer now. Do you want to keep your headphones on? It's going to be really fun. It's going to be safe. Uh, of course, and there's a commercial. Uh, it looks dumb. Not the movie. It was some stupid Comedy Central thing. Oh my god. Right, we're going to pause this for a bit until it finally kind of boosts up. Yes, Toby? Do you have something to say? So this is perfect time. Um, so, Anna, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm using your mic, obviously, since I'm not near mine. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. Um, yes. Okay, so I'm going to start the trailer again now. So sorry about that. So here we go. Okay, um, Godzilla looks horrifying in this movie, uh, with the new look of this monster. The only, uh, I know people have already joked about it, but I will agree with, uh, what's with the fucking baby arms? Um, don't yeah, know. maybe they want him to be a T-Rex, I don't know. For um, the most part, though, he's pretty creepy looking. He's and I love very... how, I love how, like, they're firing a bunch of, like, missiles and stuff at him, and he's just, like, chilling, they're like, what up? <laughs> So, yeah, there's always this uh, this question I have with a bunch of Godzilla films in general. Um, in the first movie, of course, he shows up. It's a black-and-white film. Uh, they do not know how to destroy him. Uh, they've tried everything, and they use things on him. So when it becomes like another sequel, you know, right after that movie and stuff, they already know their weapons can't hurt him. So I don't know why they keep shooting the uh, military at him. Um, that's Maybe always... they've de developed new weapons that to try and figure out what will actually harm him. Who knows? Possibly. But what I'm looking forward to is so they're going to do another Godzilla movie. The American version is going to have King Ghidorah in it, which is amazing. The three-headed dragon. Uh, Mothra is going to be in it. But then I want the third movie to be 
Mecha Godzilla, I think, would be badass. Ooh. But I don't know how they could do it because technically in the new movie they really did uh, say that Godzilla is more of a protector than he is like uh, like an actual like monster killing things and stuff like that. You never saw the the new one, right? No, I haven't. I need uh, to. Yeah, we need to watch that because I'm a huge. I need to do just like a monster movie. Well, the new one is the uh, one with Matthew Matthew Broderick, right? No, 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 no. 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 Okay. Okay. We do not speak that one. <laughs> that is the 1998 horror. Oh yeah, crap. that's right. No, that is not Godzilla. That is not Godzilla. It, it is Godzilla. No, it is not it's Godzilla. Godzilla. It is a piece Anyways. of shit. And I will tell you why it's a piece of shit. Because <laughs> it's a piece of shit. Okay. It that's is the not... no. It is the worst. That's the it. If you go, it's a monster movie. I can accept that, but do not call him Godzilla because he is not Godzilla in that. Okay. He's more like Cloverfield? No, he's not even that. In fact, Cloverfield was a more original idea than that piece of shit that came out of the Well, Cloverfield asshole. was a very original idea, which is why I like it. But anyway. Ah, but, um, okay, so a couple of movies. Uh, 18, or not 18 movies, but horror films that recently added to Netflix. Uh, April 18th. So uh, we'll go ahead and go down that. So maybe these are some movies we will... Uh, uh, blah. Blech. Watch and uh, review or whatnot. So I'm I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right because it looks like it might be a uh, release of anguish. Yes. Uh, looks like it's a thrill written directed by Sony May Malhill, uh, which uh, premieres in July at the uh, Fantasia International Film Festival. Uh, let's see, inspired by true events, one of these kind of things. So um, let's see. Then we have. Uh, Condemned is going to be coming. Uh, Cujo, 1983. Oh, starring Dylan Penn, Sean Penn's daughter. Ah. Then we have... Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of anything that looks Cujo, interesting. Estranged. The Hollow, which the is already... Ha- oh, this is The Hollow. The Hollow. Hello. Hello, governor. Um, Hashtag horror. Huh. Inspired by actual events, hashtag horror centers on a group of 12-year-old girls who face a night of terror when the compulsive addiction of an online social media game turns into a moment of cyberbullying to a night of insanity. Okay, so it's probably just like a mixture of that movie that came out a while ago where, like, somebody was being cyberbullied so much that she committed suicide and then, like... I think that's called Unfriended. Right, that's exactly what this sounds like. Which I believe is on um, HBO Go, which I thought about watching just to be like, is this is this worse than? Okay, now the the movie I rated, if it's better than the, if it's better than the Gallows, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I guess we have also uh, Hush, which we already watched, which oh, I say. Okay, I just gotta say, I refuse to call this a fucking horror movie. The Mummy Returns is not a motherfucking horror movie. Fuck you guys. All right, sorry, just had to get that out. Fuck the mummy. Well, fuck the mummy returns. Because that was a piece of crap. Um, the mummy was funny. I'll give you that. It had its moments. But the mummy returns, fuck you. Anyways. So, yes. Those kids are out of control. <laughs> um, hashtag drive-by. Um, yeah, so we'll go ahead and check out some of these movies again. Like I said, I'm going to post all this stuff into the links when we release the show. And everything like that. But I think without further ado... Uh, we're going to jump into the movie from the same director of Hush, is a movie that came out last year called Oculus. Uh, we finally, this is on Netflix, so you can check it out. If you haven't seen it yet, you don't want to watch this, then just go ahead and skip like 15 minutes, I'm going to say, uh, while Anna and I give our review. So before we 
course, dive into this uh, movie. I am going to click on the IMDb page and give you the synopsis, and we'll see if this one hits it on if the head. If it's a hit or a miss. Well, let's see if the synopsis is correct. So, Oculus. A woman tries to uh, exonerate her brother, who was convicted of murder, by proving that the crime was committed by a supernatural phenomenon. Which, okay, after seeing the movie... Uh, didn't her brother just get released anyways? He got released from the insane asylum, but I think she was basically trying to prove without a, without a, like beyond a reasonable doubt that her brother was not insane. Ah, okay. So, um, Oculus, of course, um, has, uh, Kristen... It has Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan, I was in a more She is, uh, Amy Pond from Doctor Who. She's also, uh, Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy, the blue chick. Um, she's been in a couple other things, but I can't, rem- I don't know which ones, but her American accident, I- I'm not going to lie. Her American accent is terrible. I don't but- care. She's hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying she's not hot. I just thought it was kind of funny. She was like trying to do an American accent. I was like, Ooh, honey. Now. So yeah. So the, the movie starts off where it shows like, uh, these two children, uh, pretty much being attacked. And then you realize that it was, uh, later on you find out it was the father. And then you f- soon find out that it's this mirror. That actually causes these kind of supernatural kind of phenomenons throughout the movie, which is very kind of interesting what I really liked about this. I mean, again, the cast is very small. I think the biggest people you saw in a room was probably during the auction, but it wasn't really like one-on-one with anybody. It was just a room filled with people. But the really, again, main people, I think there was maybe five or six people in this entire movie. I would have gone, or yeah, yeah, I guess. Maybe five or six, I'm guessing. It could be seven, maybe at the most. But it is a very small cast. Again, Actually, you know what? Let me just pull up the cast right now and see what we have. So we have one, two, three, oh, yeah, four, that's right. five, six, seven, eight, nine. So nine. Uh, again, they're probably also uh, counting the... Uh, 12-year-old Kaylin and the yeah, 10-year-old uh, Tim, uh, which are their younger self. So, uh, well, actually, I just wanted to say I just remembered that the guy who plays the dad is also in – he was in CSI Miami for uh, – he was in the um, – like whenever they first started the show and he was in it for like five or six episodes or five or six seasons, excuse me, until they actually killed him off oh, okay. um, because we're assuming he probably just wanted to like move on to other things. But he's actually fan. a very good actor. No, um, everybody who was in this, I think, did a really good job. <clears throat> um, I thought it was a very interesting way to present it um, because I never really... Like, just the idea that the whole thing about, like, every time you try to attack the mirror and harm the mirror, like, it deflects it somehow. Yes. That was fascinating. Um, Yeah, basically, I guess, you know, Oculus um, trying to pretty much, uh, you know, basically it kind of deceives your vision. It kind of shows you something that you either... Sort of like an optical illusion of sorts. Yeah, there you go. Because there's a part in it where she puts an apple down, she puts a light bulb down, and she takes a bite out of the apple, but it looks like it's the light bulb, and she's bleeding, and you're like, oh my god, and then it switches back to it's just the apple. And stuff. Yeah, so and then her, her brother Tim walks into the room and she says, are you okay? And she like looks down, and she's holding the apple, and she had a piece of apple that was in her mouth that she pulled out that she initially thought was a shard of glass. Yeah, so again, this mirror kind of plays tricks. It actually, basically, she did it, which I actually thought was kind of cool. It did a whole entire research, basically, of everything she found about who owned the mirror prior to them and all the different deaths and all the different stuff that happened, all this thing that it feeds off of and everything like that. So um, and me being the normal kind of person uh, when this kind of stuff happens with a, a possessed item or something like that, so they said it cannot be destroyed. They want it to destroy it. They want to do all this stuff to destroy it or prevent stuff to be destroyed. Technically, the thing needs people, I'm guessing, to feed off of. Yes, it needs a life force to feed off of. So why don't you just uh, throw it in a lake? 
So a couple of fish die. Big deal. Maybe it can't. Maybe they can't because it technically would consider like it would run out of life energy eventually, and so and it's aware of that, so it would just. And also, well, like, not also, if you threw it into a lake, everything would die in the lake, and eventually it would wash up on the shore. Somebody would find it and take it home, anyways, and be a dumbass. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. If you find a certain, okay, again, you're, 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 in, in, okay, in all original actuality, that would not happen where it would wash up on a shore. Whether it's a lake, an ocean, or something like that, it's a heavy mirror. It's not a very easy mirror to move. And, of course, they were able to move it from point A to point B to all these places while it's covered in a sheet. I don't think the mirror is actually going to really know what's going on with that because guess what? If they just found that mirror when they were at the auction and they were like, oh, we're going to do this and this and this, you're trying to tell me that this mirror was somewhere in storage for the longest time and didn't kill anybody? Well, whenever she uncovered it or whenever the mirror was uncovered initially, did you notice that the glass was clouded? Yes. And then as time went on, they got less clouded. Yes. So maybe it's just it needs. Maybe it's not necessarily that it needs life energy, like the just like the energy of like some type of life to sustain itself. Yeah, it may not just be to sustain itself, it may to be actually to live. However, it can go in sort of like a stasis while it's waiting for another and that's what I'm energy saying. force but to feed off. But you could just of. throw it in a lake in an ocean. If you can't destroy it, bury it like I do with my ex. <laughs> I did think it was a very interesting, and also, did the is was it just me or did the um, circle of influence expand? Yes, because it kept getting powerful. Okay. Because basically, that's that's the other thing I didn't get with them when it was right then and there. They couldn't have just destroyed it before it started doing its little wacky thing. I guess I know she wanted to prove. Yeah. That it was the mirror and everything. Yeah, that's like that. what I was wondering about. I was like, why don't you just let the timer run out? I was like, just walk away or like walk away. But then I guess. You wouldn't know if you actually walked away. That's true because so, of all the different yeah. stuff to wake you up, such as timers and everything that, that she said. So, yeah, she did have a big plan to do everything of this. And then it was kind of interesting to see how the brother was like, no, 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 you're using this as a scapegoat. I kind of did this. Like, he already accepted the fact that he shot his father. Spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie yet, it's been out for a year. Um, but, yeah, so before we dive into, like, I mean, basically, yeah. So there's this haunted mirror. These kids are trying to get the proof out of it to pretty much show that the brother was, you know, he acted on his own. It kind of goes back and forth between the past and the present, showing, like, what this mirror did to their family. And I thought it was very interesting that it started merging the past and the present. Like, yes. they would start having hallucinations or and actually see, like, the past being acted out in front of them. Yeah, which I thought was very, very cool and very interesting for... Uh, um, before we uh, give our reviews and read the reviews of... The people who review like about the movie. Um. Well, actually, I started liking the movie more because of something like a couple of things that I read up on it about. Um, read up about it on Wikipedia. Um, one of the interesting things that I read about it is the director slash writer, whatever, actually uh took uh because you never find out the true origin of the glass, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting and slightly annoying until I realized until I found out that. The purpose of that was to be like H.P. Lovecraft because this guy said that he loves H.P. Uh, Lovecraft stories and that he said that one of his favorite things about um, – I, th- I want to say that whenever th- – he didn't actually reference which story, but I think it was in The Call of Cthulhu um, where he's talking about the old ones, the old gods, um, and he basically says that if you tried to comprehend um, – like if you try to comprehend the origin 
of these things, then you would die because it's just too much information and it's too much for you to comprehend and too much to take in. And I thought that that was really interesting. So he basically took that concept of not explaining what the origin was and sort of leaving it in mystery and then just running with the like what exists and what you know of now and kind of going from there. And I thought that was a very interesting way. And because like I know like a lot like people and a lot of horror movies now are always like, oh, well, here's the origin and here's how this happened, blah, blah, blah. And just a lot of times it just gets over explained. So to not explain it at all was a no good take. And, on I, it. and I agree with that. I mean, the problem is instead of like like you said, yeah, that does happen where it's like it needs an explanation and then they give you an explanation. But then even the explanation <laughs> is kind of like either eh. it doesn't add up or it's just way too much information. You're like, all right, get to the movie already. Or, I don't or care. It's just, or it's just dumb. Like, yeah. Where everything happened. And, stuff. and then sometimes I rather I honestly, I kind of like how this movie played off each other where it showed like you a little bit of the beginning. Then it, co- it kept going back and forth between the fast because it kind of gave you like, OK, because then it's not like you're sitting there going like, oh, OK, I know exactly what happened, it kind of gave you this fear of what they're afraid of and all this kind of stuff and all the crazy stuff that happened to the mother and things like that. So I think, the, the, the like I said, the first movie I saw of his was Hush. Had nothing to do with Supernatural and everything like that. Then I see this movie and I'm like, oh, okay, wow, I'm in. I'm in, like, I'm in his realm now, so i got to check out the other movies now. Um, I'm probably watching them in out of order because I'm guessing because when I look this up, it looks like, I don't know if this is just like a title or whatnot, but it looks like, yeah. Oh, no, it was based on an early short film uh, by the same director, Oculus Chapter 3, The Man with the Plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering if all of his other films he has made are, uh, you know, all little chapters of little short films that he might have either written or put together or whatnot. Uh, oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, so let's see. Uh, let me check his career. I just pulled up his. Actually, what was it? while you're looking that up, what was your favorite? Um, I I liked it. I thought it was just, I liked the supernatural. I liked the aspect. I liked the, the tomfoolery of, like, playing tricks on stuff and things like that. Like, I, actually, what I really, has nothing really to do with, um, like, the actual story, but the filming of it I thought was cool. Like, uh, you know, uh, Karen's characters comes walking down the stairs and her brother's going up the stairs, but when they're passing each other, he sees her as the 12 year old girl and she sees him as the 10 year old boy, like going upstairs. Like, I just like that kind of like back and forth between like who's in what and all the different, like kind of segues and things like that, that they did. I thought was kind of cool. So, and um, actually I saw another, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but, um, but I did see another, I just remember this and I needed to get it out. So I did see that they originally, like whenever he was pitching the idea of the script, like a lot of people like wanted to change how, change the script, like change up what happened in the movie. And they wanted to film it as like, uh, like the, the hand cam oh, fuck that. thing. And he was like, no, I don't want to do it that way. And finally he found like the people who actually like produced the movie were like, Okay, we'll do this movie, but it cannot be a hand cam. And he's like, "That's fine with me." <laughs> yeah, so. it looks like it says his uh, his first uh, directed uh, after graduation was uh, "Ghost of Hamilton Street." Uh, came out in 2013, was filmed in Maryland, and featured local actors, introducing Scott Graham, uh, whom uh, Fangle I can't, don't even know if I'm pronouncing his last name right. Uh, met at uh towns and uh let's see then again like oculus it was chapter three the main uh, plot point which apparently was a short film he did uh technically he originally intended an oculus story to be told in a series of short films but he could not find uh, the financing instead he shot the chapter that uh included a backstory and used the uh demonstration that he could uh could direct pretty much a horror film um then there was another one he directed it was called I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly. Absinita? 
Absentia. Absentia, maybe. Um, which was a was financed through a Kickstarter campaign. Um, and then he had his uh, yeah th- that movie was actually a direct to video, but gained popularity when Netflix offered to streaming service. So uh, and so on and forth. And then the next film he did was Before I Wake. Mm-hmm. Uh, was due to, for release of 2015. Um, and then it looks like he uh, he had been attached to write and direct an ad- ad- adaptation of a Stephen King novel, uh, The General uh, General's Game, I think it was called, and co-written uh, with I Know What You Did Last Summer. So, um, And actually, I think the Before I Wake one is the one that's supposed to come out at the end of this year because there was a bunch of issues with the... Like theatrical release and such like that. And then it looks like in August of 2015, it was announced that he would write and direct uh, Ouija 2, uh, which stars Elizabeth Reese and Henry Thomas. Uh, so it looks like I think that was the one where I think uh, Ouija did really bad mm-hmm. and they saw this man could do horror films. So they're like, you don't even have to follow whatever happened on the first one. Just fix it, basically, yeah. um, which is actually kind of a cool thing. And then his secret project, I guess, was Hush. Uh, was filmed in March of 2015. So, wow. So, that did not take long to put together and release. So, yeah, no uh, a really good uh, film in general. So, um, yeah, so it looks like, uh, yeah, he's had, uh, yeah, short, yeah, student film, he had three student films, which was, yeah, so he did uh, Make Believe, which came out in 2000, student film. Uh, Still Life, 2001, student film. Uh, Ghost of Hamilton Street, a student film. Uh, Oculus Chapter 3, student film. And then the ones we just... Yeah, so actually... actually, Oh, no. So technically we have one more to watch. I guess that was actually a huge film debut, unless you can find these short films that he did. They might be online. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, Oculus Hush was his latest one. And then Ouija 2 comes out this weekend. And then Before I Wait comes out uh, in later in 2016. So... So yeah, so um, before we give our reviews and this whole backstory of this man that everyone's all like, we didn't really care. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to go down a rabbit hole. Um, be- well, actually, I kind of like it because now we actually have like a horror director to follow. Well, yeah, I should probably follow him on Twitter. Um, so IMDb gave gave Oculus a six point five out of ten. Uh, then we'll check the ever so graceful. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes surprises me sometimes when yeah, it comes to certain films. Like films that I think... So they gave it a 72. Um, so 6.5, 10% pretty much is the average rating. Uh, they liked it more than the audience liked it. Oh. Audience gave it a 53. Oh, probably because they're like, what? Because... The ending was kind of a dick move, but I like. I the like the ending. Now I'm not going to spoil the ending because I think everyone should go see this movie if you're into um, horror films and stuff like that. The ending, like I kind of saw it coming, but not not entirely. Not entirely. Like I knew someone was going to die. Actually, honestly, I didn't think who died was going to die, but uh, but just how it happened, and you were just like, oh shit, yeah, and like, then it just kind of replayed <laughs> like everything all over and over again, stuff like that. So, um, but okay, so Anna, yes. If you had to rate Oculus out of five possessed mirrors, what would you give it? <laughs> um, I probably should have been thinking about this before. Um, I'd probably give it a three and a half out of five. Three and a half out of five. Uh-huh. I'm going to give it a four. 
Okay. Because uh, it, it kept my interest. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I'm starting to like this director. And I have to... Let's see if his theory proves my theory correctly. Uh, yeah, where he keeps, casting, just... he keeps casting redheads. So... Um... <laughs> well, it wasn't like my favorite movie. But I still... Like, I definitely don't have any problem with it. Well, it's just... I, it, it, I, I think it was an awesome movie. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know if it really warranted, like, four out of five. Well... All right, I'll change it. I it like, is a four out of five. It's just not a five out of five. I don't know why opinion. you changed it. I think it's always funny because you always rate a movie, and then I'm always below you. And this is the first time that I was like, oh, I'm going to give it a four. I enjoyed it. And then you're like, ah, oh, well, okay. So, I mean, well, if you no, felt- I'm not changing it because of you. I'm changing it because I was kind of a, a toss up between three and a half and four. Okay. So, I'm trying to. Yeah, we'll just call it a four out of five because, I mean. I guess I just want to. I guess I'm leaning more towards three and a half because it wasn't quite as scary as I was expecting it to be. Like I expected more of like a not really like a jump scare, but more of like a like psychological scare to it. Because like hush, holy shit, like hush fucked with your mind. Mm. <laughs> this one not as much. So no, that's fine. Like everyone says, like me. That's fine. That's why we review things. It's not yeah, like we just, yeah, yeah. we just pick like one person's rating and that's what we run with. So, no, that's fine. I mean, I enjoyed it. We'll see what happens with I want to check out the the one film that he did and then the rest of his work, so it should be pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, Oculus I remember Matthews uh, seeing it and he really enjoyed it. So, <coughs> Yeah, and actually all the acting was very 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 well done. So, so, I mean, yeah. there was never any part in that movie where I was just like, oh, acting. So. Well, it wasn't even that, but I mean, this is a movie that kept my interest and I wasn't sitting there going like, when does this movie end kind of thing. In fact, yeah. I think when we when I finally paused it to go have a cigarette and I was like, oh, shit, there's only like 38 minutes left of this You're movie. like, I want more. Well, it wasn't even that. I was just like, oh, like I was like, you didn't okay, even realize uh, you were sitting there I, that I didn't long. know I was sitting there that long and I'm also sitting there going like, okay, wait a minute. They're going to have to wrap this up in like 38 fucking minutes. How are they going to do this? Because I literally just thought like all the stuff was just finally like building and putting everything together and you're like oh shit and then when it ends you're like fuck so yeah i will say he is one of the best directors i've seen who can put a lot of action and a lot of information and a lot of uh just like intense sequences in a very small period of time because like in p2 like the, i mean not p2 uh in Christie, there was like that huge build up to it and you're like all right come on come on and finally whenever it actually hit then you were like oh awesome and you like really got into it but it's just like f- just from the get-go you're just like oh shit oh shit oh shit <laughs> it's just like one thing after another after another after another after another like it doesn't really give you pause so. No, yeah. So I mean, so good. Uh, I I liked it. I enjoyed it. So again, of course, if you want to check out Oculus, it is on Netflix. So if you do have Netflix, go ahead and check it out. Uh, let us know what you thought about it. Do you agree with our uh, our review? Do you think uh, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes had it better, or is there maybe you just didn't like the movie, or maybe there's another movie you can recommend? If you want to recommend us a movie, you can always follow us at B Horrorcast on the Twitter and also Instagram. Uh, you can also email us at, uh, or not at, but uh, uh, not another horrorcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us in your listener stories. Like I said, you get a shout out on the show. That's all. Even if you tweet us, you write us something, you know. Don't forget to give our Facebook page a like. That's www.facebook.com backslash not another horrorcast. Go ahead and give us a like. Uh, next week, uh, Anna and I, since we just realized that on the 26th of April is Alien Day. 
Uh, so Anna and I are going to be watching the original Alien movie, and then we're going to do that for next week's episode. So uh, we'll go ahead and check that out. We'll probably have just a bunch of Alien stuff we'll talk about, tidbits, facts, You know, probably go through a couple of the other movies. Not review them or anything like that, but give you a little, like, oh, did you know they did this? And all this kind of cool different... Little factoids. Little factoids and stuff like that until we actually get to the next couple of Alien movies that we're going to watch and whatnot. Uh, so, of course, if you're looking for me <clears throat> on the Twitter, I'm at Stephen Mooney Jr. on the Twitter. Don't forget to check out all the other podcasts I'm associated with, which is a shit ton. Uh, Anna, you have anything where people can find you or... No, just hit me up on Facebook, not another be Horrorcast or uh, not another be Horror. <laughs> Wow. Not another B horror cast at gmail.com. I think we also have an Instagram. Yes, we do. It's uh, the same of as Twitter at is B just horrorcast. at B horrorcast. Okay. Um, so yeah, send me pictures of your food and I'll like them. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of not another B horrorcast. And until next time, kitties carpe noctum. production of the 4i radio network for more great shows check out www.4iradio.com <laughs>